0: A Florida woman assaulted her sister with a Christmas decoration. Two Floridians and a dog exit a flight via the emergency slide. A Florida man set his own truck on fire to give the police, quote, something to do. And Florida disciplines a teacher for threatening to call immigration on the students. These are the weird stories for Friday, and they are all out of Florida because it is Florida Friday on Weird AF News. Weird AF News is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian and the only daily weird news podcast that has Florida Friday, as you know, all the weird stories from this week. Out of Florida, our favorite place, a magical wonderland of debauchery.
1: Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida? I know, right? can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. Why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people?
0: Florida is full of the crazy stories. Hey everyone, it's Jonesy. Just a quick disclaimer. I had a technical difficulty while recording this episode with my microphone. It's a little softer than most episodes. So you want to turn your volume up um, to the max probably or best case scenario, use some headphones to listen to this particular episode. You should still be able to get everything. It's just a little softer than normal. I apologize for that. Uh, I had a technical difficulty and it's Christmas and I just didn't have time to re-record the whole thing um, because of the holiday and I'm working and whatnot. Uh, Oh, and also there's a, a, a surprise at the end. I wrote a special Christmas song for all of you. So please stick around and listen to that at the end. A Florida woman has been charged with assaulting her sister with a Christmas decoration. Well, it wouldn't be Christmas in Florida unless someone was attacked with a decoration or strangled by a wreath or choked on a mistletoe while being murdered by a relative. You know how it goes down in Florida. That's just a Florida Christmas in a nutshell. A Florida woman was arrested after an altercation that involved a holiday decoration. Oh, I'd like to know which one it was. Did she stab her in the neck with that star from the top of the Christmas tree? What could it be? Shirley Rogers, age 55, was. she's a little up there in age to be attacking somebody with a Christmas ornament. She was arrested by the Sumter County Police because allegedly she struck her sister. Doesn't say her sister's name. Struck her with a Christmas decoration. Doesn't say what the decoration is. Let's, let's try and imagine what it could possibly be, guys. Whatever it is, it probably smells good. It might even taste good. It's probably very shiny. <laughs> I don't know, though. It could be soft. It could be a Santa hat or a fake Santa beard. That's very This velvety thing's involved in Christmas. I know that. Maybe she was struck with something velvety. It says here that the police arrived at the home of Shirley Rogers at about 2.30 a.m. It says that she was arguing with her boyfriend, but her sister attempted to defuse the situation unsuccessfully. Sister said that while she was trying to calm Shirley Rogers down, Shirley Rogers pushed her in the chest and then grabbed a Christmas cone. (laughs) A Christmas cone? What's this? It says here, oh, a definition of a Christmas cone. A beaded cone tree used for decoration. Oh, I need to Google this, see how dangerous it looks. Whoa, Nelly, these things look real dangerous. Very pointy, sharp cones. They look to be like solid metal or plastic. They're very sharp. They have spiky tips, spiky edges. This thing looks dangerous. This is, this is a real weapon. Cause for concern. I'm surprised you survived the attack, to be honest with you. Let's get back to the article here. It says here, Shirley stuck her in the left side of the torso with the Christmas cone. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. After striking her sister, Shirley Rogers then left the scene. Oh, how did she leave the scene? Did she get in her horse-drawn carriage? Giddy-up, 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 let's go. I'm getting out of here because I'm about to get arrested. After striking her sister, she left the scene. Authorities came to the residence, and the boyfriend called 911. The police arrived. Officers noted that her sister had a very small cut on her left side in the area that she indicated the defendant struck her with a Christmas cone. It is unclear if she received medical treatment for her boo-boo. Police determined that Rogers violated a Florida law on, quote, battery touch or strike. Oh, there's laws in Florida against battery? I'm so surprised. It seems like everybody does it every holiday to all of their friends and relatives. Nobody cares. It's Florida. Hey, what's a Florida holiday without some battery touch or strike with a Christmas cone? The arrest affidavit does not indicate whether the Christmas decoration was seized as evidence. (laughs) Thanks for all of this information. Oh, the details, the details that they provide. It says here, you guys want more details about a similar incident last year? I mean, these things happen every Christmas, I'd imagine. It's Florida, for crying out loud. These people are on drugs, around sharp decorations. You don't know what's going to happen. Last year, a similar incident occurred, it says here, in a place called Clearwater, which I'm guessing doesn't have clear water at all. And in Clearwater, a Florida woman hit her boyfriend with sections of her family's artificial Christmas tree. (laughs) What if she started ripping off pieces of the tree and striking him in the face and torso? The police arrived on the scene, and it says here that the couple had been arguing because the boyfriend had set the, quote, television volume on too high while she was sleeping. <laughs> so she just bashed him with pieces of the tree. You know how that goes. The victim had scratches and abrasions on his face, neck, and stomach from this artificial tree after the, <laughs> the girlfriend took apart the tree and threw three sections of the tree at his face and his neck and his tummy. Merry Christmas, buddy. What did we learn here, guys? Well, we learned that if you're going to have Christmas in Florida, have the most blunt and inoffensive, softest Christmas tree decorations that you can have around the house, because you know eventually one of your relatives is going to pick it up and hit you in the face with it. Two impatient Floridians opened the door of a moving plane and slid out with a dog at LaGuardia Airport. Two passengers on a Delta flight that was heading to Atlanta opened a cabin door, activated the slide to exit the plane while it was taxiing to a runway at New York's LaGuardia Airport. Why did they leave the plane early? I want to know. A large service dog, it says, deplaned with them. The media has not been able to confirm the details about this dog that deplaned with them. Well, obviously, it's their dog. What do you mean, confirmed details? Well, we haven't been able to interview the dog (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with all the dog care in reporting the pair's charges port authority of new york and new jersey spokesperson lenis valens says the dog accompanying them was taken to a brooklyn animal shelter so early in the article we're getting the details of what happened to the dog i'm very surprised i guess the person who wrote this really gives a shit about the dog let's find out what these two maniacs are all about though from florida each of them face charges of third-degree criminal trespass. I guess that's what you get when you open the plane door when you're not supposed to. There's degrees of criminal trespassing. Did you know that? What's first-degree? Like reaching over your neighbor's fence, touching a tree, or grabbing a burger off their grill in the middle of a barbecue for their, uh, for their bar mitzvah that's going on over there? <laughs> Third-degree criminal trespass. That's opening the plane door and sliding out the slide. Oh, my God. Tell me you haven't wanted to do, you wanted to do that. I've always wanted to slide down that slide. It looks like a hoot. A hoot, I tell you. And I've been on that tarmac, stuck, you know, waiting for your gate to open sometimes. You're like, Or your gate to be available, rather. Maybe there's traffic. And you're just, your plane can't disembark. And you're sitting there for sometimes over an hour, two hours sometimes. You're like, "I get me off this plane. I've already been on the plane six hours. I got to wait two more, three more to get out the gate. I just want to push that button. You know, you just want to, you got to tell yourself, don't push the button. Don't slide down the slide. Just sit here and look angry at the other people. <laughs> you actually bond with everybody on the plane at that moment. You guys are all looking at each other like, got this damn plane, right? This piece of shit. Don't you want to get off? Yes, you do. I know. I feel you, man. I feel you. People that you hated during your flight. You actually bond with them at the end over the. The you know, the coincidence that you have, not the coincidence, but the uh, the shared enemy that is obviously the pilot. You're like this damn pilot. Just pull up to the gate, man. Now, the article goes into interviewing someone who was on the plane and witnessed the whole damn thing. Someone named Casey. Casey says the couple was very pleasant and nothing appeared out of the ordinary to him during their interaction. The the family asked to switch seats with him, apparently. Switch rows so that they could have the last aisle of the plane to accommodate their dog. And then later they actually switched seats again. They moved up, he said, which surprised him. And uh, then all of a sudden he says, I see lots of people standing up and I see like four people running toward the front of the plane. At this point, Those must have been passengers that were running to try to, I assume, stop the people from leaving. He says he didn't really notice them uh, actually jump off the plane, but he did see that the emergency exit at the front of the plane near the cockpit was fully wide open. Oh, boy. Then he said the pilot told the passengers over the cabin speakers that the slide had been deployed and the door was open, but did not state that the passengers had actually fled the scene. Well, you know, the pilot didn't want to alarm anybody. I mean, it's one thing to tell everybody the plane door is open and the slide has been deployed. But you don't want to tell them that passengers have slid down it because then other passengers will get the idea that that might be an opportunity for them to also slide out the plane. Because, you know, normally you don't get that opportunity. So what happened at the end of it? Well, Murdoch and Greco exited the plane, as we know, third degree trespassing. The aircraft then returned to the gate and deplaned the customers normally. The airline was able to accommodate the remaining passengers on their alternate flights, including to lovely Florida. What did we learn here? Well, don't sit next to Floridians on a flight. You don't know what they're going to do. They're going to grab a canine and hit that emergency exit. No clue. A Florida man lit his truck on fire to give the police something to do. A Florida man was arrested for allegedly lighting his truck on fire, but he had a very good reason. To give the deputies a little job to do. It's the holidays, okay? The deputies are sitting around eating those Christmassy donuts that they got from Dunkin's. You know the kind. Duncan starts making the special ones. The Christmas tree one, the Santa one, the Frosty the Snowman donut. <laughs> and you're on the highway to diabetes. Uh, yeah, watch out for those Christmassy donuts, man. It's all sugar, baby. All sugar. Who cares, though? Treat yourself. Where did this happen? A place called Okaloosa. Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office say in a Facebook post that the deputies responded to reports of a loud explosion on the side of the road. They found a Chevy Silverado engulfed in flames. I wonder if the operator of this Chevy Silverado was operating under the influence. It's a Chevy Silverado. You know that's in the top 10 of DUI vehicles. You guys remember I just did a list of the top vehicles that get DUIs. They're all Big trucks, man. Big trucks. Big drinking trucks. Who's the car owner? His name is Kevin Robert Murphy. Oh, Kevin Robert Murphy. Definitely under the influence. Hey, litting his truck on fire. Oh, my goodness, my Guinness. Oh, my goodness, my Silverado up in flames. Kevin Robert Murphy admitted that he poured gasoline onto his truck as well as the interior and then set set it on fire. Oh, man. This was premeditated, clearly. When they asked this Kevin Robert Murphy, why did you light your Chevy on fire, he said to give deputies, quote, something to do. And it's in the police report, so it must be true. After the deputies arrested the 28-year-old Florida man, guess what they found? Can you guys guess what they found on this Florida man that lit his truck on fire? Let's play a game called, what did they find on the Florida man that lit his truck on fire? All right. Doobie do doo 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 scoo doo Doobie do doo. I can't do the real Jeopardy theme without paying royalties, so I made up my own. do do tanadoo, chick, 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 chick. Okay, let's. I'll give you guys uh, choices. Is it? Is it a, a case of beer? Is it B, heroin? Is it C, methamphetamine? Or is it D, two iguana? <laughs> If you said C-methamphetamine, you are correct. Hey, bonus for drug paraphernalia that was also found in his pocket. This is, this is two counts of possession that go along with what's called an arson charge. Did you guys know you get charged for arson? Arson charge, which is a great thing to say in Boston. Did you light your cow on fire? You know, that's a friggin' arson charge. What are you, out of your mind? Dude, I got 60 UIs, right? And I got several arson charges. Most of them were for my, my cars that I've owned. I don't know why. I light them on fire when I'm on meth. I get I just want to do something. And, and I also want to give the deputies something to do, okay? Because, you know, they're bored this time of year, all right? Can't be sitting around watching the snowfall. Give them something to do. Hey, put out a fire, huh? You know what's great is I gave the deputies something to do. Also, the fire department got something to do as well. You know, I'm keeping everybody busy. Taxpayers' dollars at work, right? You guys want your taxpayers' dollars just to go to them sitting on their ass all day? No, you don't. You want them to do something, right? So I gave them something to do. Yay! Florida disciplines a teacher for threatening to call immigration on some students. Boca Raton. A former Florida middle school teacher has been banned from teaching in the state until at least next summer. After being accused of making disparaging and anti-immigrant comments to students. Until next summer? Why not ban them for life? I mean, come on, you can't threaten kids with immigration, deportation, and then keep your job? Oh, I forgot it's Florida where in the whole pantheon of crimes that Florida teachers have been arrested for. This isn't so bad. We're just lucky he didn't pull out an AR-15 and escort the child to the border or to the ocean where a boat was waiting. I don't know. I assume it's a he, but I don't know. Let's get into the article and get more information about this Florida teacher gone rogue. The Education Practices Commission suspended the license of Susan. Oh, no, it's a lady. Susan Oyer, age 54, last week. She was suspended for the remarks that she made to the students at Boca Raton Middle School. Oyer is accused of telling the students she was going to call immigration on them. <laughs> and that she was surprised that her parents haven't thrown them to a wall. What is that? Thrown them to a wall? You mean against a wall, Susan? Ah, Susan, you should not teach just because your English is poor. You don't throw someone to a wall, okay? You throw someone to the lions. Or to the wolves, you don't throw someone to a wall. You throw someone against the wall, at a wall. Where did you learn your English, Susan Oyer? You should be deported. <laughs> now, it says here, they they crack down on Susan pretty hardcore. If she wants to teach again, listen to what she has to do. She has to pay a $1,000 fine and complete a course on classroom management. Wow, you're so strict, Florida. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, if you pulled... A knife out, what would you have to do? Ah, it's a $2,000 fine and a, a couple courses on classroom etiquette. You know, we like to keep it strict around here in Florida. A classroom management course, you know that's done online and it's like done in like six hours. Okay, you're back teaching. You're back being in charge with the lives and mental well-being of you know, hundreds of kids. It was not not immediately known whether Susan Oyer has a lawyer representing her. Who cares? She worked for the Palm Beach County School District from 1998 until, until now. Superintendent Donald Fenoy recommended that the school board fire her in March, although the school board never voted on it. Oh, what, is, what did she do in March? What happened there? Huh? This isn't Susan Oyer's first trip to the rodeo. Back in 2012, she was accused of telling students that Governor Rick Scott should be quote kicked out or assassinated. <laughs> wow. That's a little over the top to tell your students what you think of the governor and include the word assassinated in that outcome. In 2012, a female student also said Oyer told her that her pants were too tight. Your pants are tight and that's okay. And she shouldn't look like a, quote, hoochie missy. What the hell is a hoochie missy? You mean just hoochie? Susan Oyer, what the hell is a hoochie missy? Where did you learn your English? (laughs) You ain't nothing but a hoochie mama, hood rat, hood hoochie mama. I can't stop singing today. I'm just in that holiday spirit. I should probably sing some Christmas songs. Yeah, I feel very, very inspired around Christmas time. Yeah, this is a lead into something. And now for something special for the holiday for all of you. It's a special Florida Friday original. It's a song that I wrote that celebrates Christmas, but in a special way, a very specific way. Christmas in Florida. A Florida man Christmas.
1: Here we go. Well, Santa, I wasn't all that bad this year. Only masturbated next to a dumpster outside of a Popeye. down to Florida this year. Santa, please bring them gifts on down to Florida. I was only on that mess for a portion of the year. And although And the children have guns But that ain't nothing to fear Santa, please stop at my mobile home in Florida I punched a cop But overall I've been a real good boy I might have defecated box but florida man still deserves that christmas joy i'ma say it again that florida man deserves that christmas joy come on santa come on I'm not a florida man we love you well
0: thank you everyone for being loyal listeners even on christmas to the florida friday episode Hope you enjoyed my Florida Man Christmas song. I'm going to make that available for download on the Patreon, I think. What a, what a great reason to join the Patreon, so you too can get the Florida Man Christmas song. It's, uh, it's a high-quality production, as you can see. I recorded it in my bedroom. On <laughs> my acoustic guitar. ho, <laughs> Shout out to Tallahassee. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do you join the Patreon this holiday? Well, you go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. That's what you do. Or you go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon logo. If you haven't gotten Jonesy a Christmas present, it's not too late. Just go to the weirdafnews.com website and click on the Patreon. Or click on the buy Jonesy a cup of coffee sticker right there and you can buy me some coffee. Uh, We love coffee around the holidays, don't we? Don't we? I've had so much of it. Oh, man. My liver is hating me. I think your liver gets mad at you with all the coffee, right? Your liver gets mad at you for everything, man. Nothing appeases the liver. My goodness. Your liver's like, too much booze, too much coffee. What is with the hard drugs, sir? Sorry. (laughs) I got a prescription. Hey, it's got to be good. (laughs) It can't be that deadly. I got a prescription. Hey, guys, come on. (laughs) Hey, I hope you're having a lovely Christmas uh, with your family, with your loved ones. Maybe you're alone. Uh, like I was on Christmas, or I am on Christmas, I mean, I worked, but, you know, I go home and it's just me, just me, my Christmas Eve, how did I spend it, you're curious, oh, I got a pizza from down the street, oh, yeah, ate that pizza all by myself in my kitchen, good old time, put on some, put on some lo-fi music on the YouTube, oh, yeah, killing it, can you guess what the toppings were on my pizza, I bet you can't guess. I'll bet you, you're thinking something like uh, traditional, right? You're like, oh, Jonesy, you're a pepperoni and mushroom guy, right? Maybe maybe throw onions and peppers on that. Nah, I do like that, but no, no. I got very specific this time, guys, because it was Christmas, and I, I had it my way. It's just me, okay, so I can get it whatever way I, I want. I like that. My own personal pizza, you get whatever you want. I am pro-personal pizza because I don't want to appease others. Because people just don't. I I like pineapple on a pizza, as crazy as that is. Other people, not on board. Not on the board. So, yeah, I want to get my own thing. So here's what I got on this pizza because it was all mine. Mine, all mine. I got uh, eggplant sausage. What? Is that outstanding? Man, you can't get any more Italian than that. Eggplant sausage on the pie? Unbelievable. So good. I recommend it. Recommend it highly. Uh, what else did I want to say before we wrap up? Oh, if you want to call me, it's 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. It's also my PayPal if you want to send Jones a one-time donation. Hey, feel free to do that, okay? hey. Other than that, I, I hope you guys have a safe weekend. Uh, lovely holiday weekend. New Year's is around the corner. We're winding down the year, guys. Another year of weird AF news. And uh, very grateful for you guys. That's what I'm grateful for this Christmas. This Christmas... I'm grateful for all of you because without you, there would be no show. I wouldn't even do this. When am I going to do the show for eight people? Humbug. Hell no. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever it is that you celebrate. I'm happy for you. I'm grateful for you.